Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good morning. It's Friday, February 17th, and I'm recording the podcast. Let's start by taking a look at SPY. Uh, I mentioned yesterday that on the four-hour um, algorithm, we hadn't had a red candle. Well, we had a red candle yesterday in the afternoon. Um, we opened the afternoon, the afternoon candle, which is at 12 from 1230 to 4. <clears throat> we opened at 411. We closed at 408. Um, right now, you're at 405. You're down slightly. Uh, in the pre-market, we're just opening up. It's 930. I'm recording this one late. So we're just opening up. Uh, my question to myself yesterday as I watched the market was, I know I have been saying for weeks that February 15th was going to be the crash of the market. Maybe I was a day early. Maybe we're looking at the turnover here. Again, in this algorithm, it's a four-hour algorithm. This is TrendSpider. Uh, the buy-in here is at 388, and you've ridden this all the way up. And I talk about these button hooks all the time. You can see back here in August the button hook. And on the bottom, you can see the button hook up. We're seeing, we saw a button hook here February 2nd, where our high was 418. We've come all the way back down to 405. And you're seeing that button hook, that nine day is moving down. The 21 day is moving down. The 50 day, uh, we're just above it. If we go in to look at a daily on SPY, um, you can see the button hook is happening. We're starting to get this, this little breakdown. You had this golden cross on February 2nd. We talked about this. And we should start to move up. But there has been just economic data after data point that just points to the Fed um, basically staying higher for longer. And you can look at the Qs. The Qs is the other one that, that I typically look at. And it's kind of got the same kind of pattern as buy. You're going up, 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 but you're seeing this button hook. And here on the algorithm, the MACD is crossing down. The RSI is at 48. I think we're just moving down. And I don't think that we're, we're I, I think on SPY, we're probably looking at a support level at 400. Um, whereas you're at 406 right now. I think you're looking at the, the support level. Um, the first support level is right at this 50-day where you're right at now. But I do think 400 is probably a pretty good support level here. Just looking at the straight through the chart, you're seeing this pop up to 400. You're seeing this pop up to 400. You're seeing this second pop up to 400. And then you're just seeing a slide down here. So I do think that we're looking at a floor of 400 specifically because of this large downturn in the RSI. Um, you'll see some, some people coming back. Um, we talked about yesterday, um, and I was on YouTube live a little bit and there was a question from Brittany bitch, <laughs> Brandon, who asked, um, Hey, what's the company that makes the, uh, semiconductor equipment that they use to make the semiconductors this is applied materials, AMAT, and they had earnings yesterday. Great earnings, solid. 
Um, they're up a half a percent. Nothing crazy. Their ex-dividend date is coming up February 22nd. We can look at AMAT here. Um, applied materials, their dividend is less than 1%, so it's not crazy. Year-to-date, they're up 18%. Over one year, they're down 18%. Um, so it's it's right in line. You're 19% away from your 52-week high. You're 62% above your 52-week low of 71. That 71 came during the October lows. So AMAT is that symbol. Uh, another one that announced earnings yesterday that I saw was Dash. Uh, they beat huge. They were up in pre-market um, over 75, I believe. <laughs> it was up enormous. They moved up 15, 20%. They opened up um, just slightly up. Uh, let's see. Yesterday's close was at 66.89. They're at 67.04. So it, it's come all the way back down just... Again, higher rates for longer. That's what you're looking at with all of the data point. Um, I wanted to point out yesterday, I got a message on Instagram about Vail. Uh, I think two or three people wrote back, yes, Vail, yes, Vail. Again, I want to bring it out. Um, 17.05 is the, uh, the, the cross up here. Now you had your earnings pretty, pretty okay, 82 cents share. I haven't read too much about it. Um, Vail is one that it has a low PE because it's a materials materials company. It's got an 8.59% dividend. Uh, I don't know when the next dividend is, but it's 8.59%. So, you know, you have this golden cross. Most likely your downside is down here at 1585 at the 200 day. I wouldn't expect it to go significantly below that. This is a materials company that most of the EV companies are using to get their materials. So it's a solid, solid play in the EV space. Um, so Deer, uh, they had their earnings. They were solid this morning. Um, it has had a pretty solid pullback of late. You can see this December, we had um, a buy in here. It, it lost. Um, in January, we had a buy. It kind of went up, then it lost its way. You wound up losing. Uh, we had another buy in January. It kind of found its way, lost its way. You had another loss. It just got you out with a loss today of 1%. Um, it is up 5% in the pre-market of 422. You're using this 200-day at 406 as your support level. Um, if you pull back below that 200-day, this one just doesn't spend a lot of time below that 200-day historically. Um, and you can see back here in the uh, June to July um, tramp, <laughs> basically it just got trampled down to 283. Um, and, and then it just shot back up. This is a clear play. I mean, they have self-driving tractors. This is the Tesla of farming. That's essentially what deer is. Uh, I want to bring up, Boyle, I know I said, hey, under five, um, you should buy Boyle. It's just continued to sink. Natural gas is at its lowest price since last December. So Boyle still, and I constantly say this, it just doesn't have the confirmation. I think five may be your buy point, but right now there is no confirmation. Uh, I thought there was a little gap up here. The algorithm, the four-hour algorithm has nothing 
as far as a buy right now. Uh, if we run our day trading algorithm, which again is a 60, um, 65 minute candle, and it uses the eight day EMA, uh, when you're over the eight day, uh, you buy when you're under the eight day, you sell. This still has nothing, nothing even on the day trade one. So I would be completely careful of Boyle. KOLD, on the other hand, has all the momentum that you could, you could want. KOLD is up 7% right now. Uh, this one has just moved incredibly well against um, this particular, uh, let's see, KOLD. Oh, this is on the, okay. We'll look at the four hour. Um, because you know the 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 day trading one KOLD is just way too it's it's RSI is at sixty two it's crossing up but you can see from this four hour I mean we had to buy it December nineteenth at seventeen dollars you've had staircase up the entire way so if you bought at seventeen dollars I mean what you know three four five times your money that's crazy um, so I wanted to bring up five stocks because Stephanie linked this morning brought up five stocks that she thinks you can hold for, for a good long term. Um, Nike is one. Nike, we had a buy-in here at 125. Their ex-dividend date is coming up March 3rd. Um, they have moved direct to consumer, she said. China reopening. Uh, while you have had a good move in the stock of recent, and you've got these gaps here. Um, the first gap is between 103 and 113, which hasn't been filled. I don't know that I'd necessarily get into this one at this point in time. Um, I would probably wait closer to 100. But when you look at the weekly on this one, the 50-day, the death cross just happened. So I do think that you probably have 100 in this. But if you get back closer to 100, if you wear Nike clothes, buy Nike. Um, I don't particularly wear Nike. Their shoes are too thin. Um, I think their materials are crap. Uh, I particularly use Under Armour, but that's me. Uh, one that I told my dad to get out of at 80, and it's, it's just run, um, is Starbucks. It's up 14% in the last year versus, remember, Spy is down. China reopening, 33% of the stores that uh, Starbucks has are in China. So China reopening is huge. You've got this gap here between 101 and 102. I again say wait until this one comes down towards 101. But at 107, I mean, are you crazy buying this one? Nah. You know, a year from now, as long as China reopens, things are going fine. Starbucks introduces some. I think there was a, an announcement that they're going to do some food or something like that. I think you'll be fine. But Starbucks, she has bought and hold. She likes it. Uh, DHI, which is DH DR Horton, which is a home builder. Uh, this is up 16% in one year. Uh, the U.S. is short on homes. And so home builders might be a good way to play that. Um, you can see in the past in the past year, DR Horton is up 16%. Um, you've got this gap here between 76 and 79. I just can't see it coming back down to those levels, not with the housing market that we have. Um, if, if we go into a deep, deep recession, maybe you see it coming back down there, but even higher interest rates haven't turned off home buyers. So I, I, I can't see that one going down. The favorite one that I have of hers, the earnings are coming up and it's Target. And I've said Target all the way um, to buy this one. 
you have a gap back here, um, and it's way back. Uh, it is back to, to do May 17th of last year, where they announced, hey, our inventory suck. You went from 212 down to 169. You've covered the bottom portion of that gap. You went all the way down to 140 um, in December of, of just this year. Well, if you bought at 140, kudos and high fives. I know some people bought up here at 165 and they were saying, God, I went down to 140. Well, if you bought here at 165, buy more. I believe in this company. From the long-term standpoint, this is a good company. Their inventories got them into trouble. If they come out next week and their earnings are on February 27th, if they come out with their earnings and they say, you know what, our inventories are in line, I think you look at this gap getting covered. Uh, again, I think the consumer's in decent shape. The problem that you're going to have is if we go into a recession, this one might get pulled down. But I like this stock. I personally hold this stock. I think my average purchase price is around 111. Uh, and th that was the last time I checked. Um, so let's go over some of our recap because Fridays we just kind of recap. Um, oh, by the way, if you are in Boeing, uh, for the weekly stock pick, uh, we ironically, I think it was one of our insiders. Um, he had texted me, I think on Wednesday and he said, Hey, get out of Boeing, blah, blah, blah. There's just an inventory problem, but I own one share. I bought one share with the weekly stock pick. Uh, you are way down today. 1.46% at 209. I think my entry point was 215. So I've lost all of $5. Um, not crazy, nothing nuts. But again, um, 209 is where you are at today. Today would be your day to get out of, um, of, uh, of Boeing. So I, I'm probably going to hold that one share, to be honest with you. I'm still holding cat. I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't abide by kind of you have to buy and sell on these. He's, he tracks his performance based on that. Uh, and if you want to track his performance along with him, you can do that as well. Uh, but recap, Kraft Heinz was Monday. Um, this was one, let's see, we had a cross up here on February 13th on Monday at 39.82. You're trading right there. You could have gotten out at the high again on Wednesday at about $40, which is, you know, not a huge gain. But that's one in my mind. I think you buy and hold that one. Right through earnings, they didn't have great earnings. They were good, right in line. MACD's still crossing up. You got your uh, ex-dividend date coming up. Uh, XEL, we talked about XL Energy. This one had a cross up, and it was at 68.47. Got you out yesterday with a 1% loss. Um, I don't know that I'd necessarily... You know, again, you're holding on to this 200-day, which is a negative trend. The 50-day is moving negatively. Uh, I had brought up this gap here between 65 and 66. Might want to be careful about it. Eh, kind of, you know, again, you're past your earnings, um, but XEL. Um, Altria Group we brought up. This is the smokers. I'm not a fan morally of this one, but 40, um, uh, it was a secondary cross up here um, that happened uh, on February 13th. Right back here, you were selling at about 47, it looks like. You're trading right at 47. Nothing crazy this week. Again, if you looked at it um, uh, from this week, then, then you're doing fine. Par, 
This was a secondary cross up. And if we look at February 13th, we were selling at 28.14. You're at 26.46. Eh, nothing crazy. Um, you know, again, it moved down a little bit. CLMT, which is Calmut Products. Uh, I think I saw something on this one that this was going to move like big. You go back to February 13th. Um, we were selling at 1721. You're at 1932, almost 10%. CLMT. Uh, Tuesday, we looked at MPLX. This is one that I just buy and hold for the dividend. Um, this had a buy in at 3458. You're at 3477, up a little bit. Went all the way up to 3537. Nothing crazy. Uh, but this is one that has a 9% dividend that I, I bought and held. Uh, mRNA, they announced that their, yesterday, they announced that their um, flu vaccine was not as effective. Um, I said, hey, this 168, I'd probably be a little bit concerned um, just because the I wanted to see that the 200-day was holding. We saw that button hook. I thought it was good. Um, you got up to 176 at the high. Today, you're trading at 162. The algorithm has not gotten you out. Uh, it will probably today get you out of this one. Their earnings are coming up on February 22nd. Expect some type of hype play. On Tuesday, uh, CHRD Cord Energy crossed up. Uh, this was one that crossed up at 139. Uh, it got you out a couple days later with a 1% gain. Uh, you've just crashed and burned crashed and burned it is down at 129 uh it traded down to 128 today their earnings are coming up next week uh we talked about this one uh they had a bunch of special dividends last year special dividends uh if they do another dividend um then you can expect to see this pop uh, uh probably up to i would say um this was the special dividend that they announced in june uh 177 um, I would expect to see them on a special dividend pop to probably around 150, between 140 and 150. But again, you're rolling the dice on that one. Uh, the RSI is down at 31. The MACD is kind of crossing down. You just don't have a lot of confirmation on this one. So I would worry a little bit. Let's see what happened. Um, did CHRD report or something? Uh, analyst estimates California to report decline in earnings. That's what's happening. So they're expecting a decline in earnings. It's going to be hard to, for energy to grow year over year uh, with all of the, the gas prices essentially coming down and stuff. Um, UDAO had a cross-up. This is the UPDAO triple-levered ETF. This had a cross-up at 61. Um, the next few days, I think it's you're still in this one, it looks like. You're trading at 58, but this is a triple-levered DAO. I said, you know, you're in this ascending triangle. You're down at the, the low of it. Uh, looks like you traded to about 61.11. So it, it, it didn't work very well. Um, this one just doesn't, you know, again, when you're at these high kind of levels and you have that gap um, that, that's in the 200-day below, it's just not one. I think I said that. Fastly, I said this was a great one. I thought this was a great, great opportunity. Um, it is one of those high flyers that essentially, uh, um, I said, it's a software company. I think you could do this. I would be scared of this, uh, gap, but it crossed up here at $12 and 45 cents. You're at 1556. 
Great trade if you took it. Again, it's a software company. Um, they are probably turning profitable at some point this year, uh, but that was a difficult one. McDonald's. This one's not going to hurt you wherever you buy it, really. 266.65 was the buy-in. 267.56 is where you're trading. That's a more of a long-term play. Honeywell, we brought up. Um, this one had a cross-up, uh, but I had said, hey, it's you know trade the trend, and we just haven't done well of late. Uh, the 200-day could provide you a, uh, a support level. Uh, the buy-in was 198.77. You're looking at 199 trading right now. So that's not great. Um, Lulu, I had said, hey, we got a cross up. I like this at 300. I've said this many times. 313.64 was the cross up. You're at 316 right now. You went all the way up to 320. So not a huge gain, but I do like this one under 300. Buy it under 300, sell it when it gets over 300. That's where I like this one. Oracle, we brought up that Josh Brown bought this one. Um, that they have uh, struck a deal with Uber. The cross-up was at 89. You're at 86 today. Uh, I think the hype may be coming into this one. Their earnings are coming up March 9th. The RSI is quickly moving down while the share price is kind of stabilizing. I would say you're probably fine in this one. I, I, they buy and, and sell. Um, they retire their stock faster than any other stock other than Apple, I believe. A 1.46% dividend, slightly high PE at 27, but forward PE is only 15. Uh, you're only 4% from your 52-week high, and that's where I said your problem is going to be. Crossing that 52-week high is going to be difficult. So you're 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 kind of topped out on your your top. I would buy it on the way down. I kind of I, I believe I brought that up, but I do like it. It's one of my favorite ones. I don't personally own it, but I have traded it in the past. Duke Energy, we brought up. This was a $99 price point. Um, I was concerned about it holding the 200-day and the 200-day being negative. Um, their ex-dividend date was yesterday, so you're, you're out of your dividend. It's trading at 98.42. It, it kind of dropped down. It lost its dividend. So the 99.99, if you held on for a week, uh, it did get you out today with a 1.7%. Um, reduction or loss, but Duke Energy has a 4% um, dividend, so quarterly dividend, you probably made it back anyway. Um, so Wednesday, we talked about Taiwan Semi crossing up TSM. This was a secondary cross-up. I said, hey, I don't believe that this cross-up is good. Um, I think you have more downside. Um, Warren Buffett got out of this one. Their ex-dividend is later in March, March 16th, it looks like. Um, I think you just have more downside. I think you come down to the 78 level on this one. I think you actually um, fill this gap between 84 and 81, which was created on their earnings, strong earnings. I just, look, look at the RSI is at 36. I think you come down either to this volume level, which is 81, and you cover that gap, or you come down to the 200-day at 77. But I think this one, you can you could, uh, sit and wait. That was a secondary cross-up. I said, just be careful of it. Snowflake has a secondary cross-up, I believe. Um, they have taken a huge turn down. Uh, the buy-in was 135 here on January 11th. But this one has the button hook. And we talked about it on Wednesday. I didn't know whether to believe this run or not. I said the, the 200 days at 153. 
I said, that's probably more of where I, I need to add more on this. I think my average purchase price is down to about 180. Um, but I like the stock. I really like the stock. NXC, Next Gen uh, Energy. We talked about this one being in an ascending triangle. Energy's just gotten killed, though. The buy-in was 469 here. Um, doesn't look like it's gotten you out, but it probably will today. Energy's just getting killed. I mean, honest to God, if we go into a recession, energy's going to get just destroyed, uh, like it did late last year. PDD, um, which is PDD Holdings, uh, this one had a buy-in at 93.78. You're up at 94. Nothing horrible. Their earnings are coming up later uh, in March. Uh, we talked about that one. We talked about JP Morgan. I said this one is just a little bit too expensive um, to buy up here. Uh, I think you buy closer to the 200-day. I think there's, um, there's, there's no real gaps to cover other than this one at 112. You might come down that way. They're talking about JP Morgan. Um, there's a lawsuit against them for um, conspiring with Epstein and hiding his money and his antics. Uh, that could get ugly for senior executives. <laughs> uh, Datadog, they had their earnings and they popped on earnings. Um, this was a secondary cross-up. I said, be careful of this one. They made 26% cents per share. Uh, they are not making money. This is uh, one of these stocks that is probably, um, let's see, yeah, forward PE of 71. Super, super expensive. No dividend. Uh, you're 52% below your 52-week uh, high of 172. You're up 10% year-to-date. But I do think that you pull back on this one. You can see right after their earnings, they just popped on, on volume. Uh, one that I liked was 9. 9 Energy. Let's see how this one wound up. Um, 9 Energy on, let's see, Thursday. It got you out in the afternoon candle. So it said buy at 1071, got you out with a 3% loss in the afternoon, got you right back in. Today it's trading at 993. I like this one because it crossed up low. Uh, it looked like it was going to start to take off. The RSI has just kind of sat there. I, I would probably be out of this one. Um, uh, their earnings are coming up on March 7th. Uh, honestly, that, that, that $10, I would probably get out at $9.91 here uh, and wait till next week. Just, you know, just assuming that you're in, get out. Uh, we won't talk about yesterday's scans because it's only one day. And yesterday was a down day. Um, one that is up, I think, in the pre-market. Uh, now it's down 2%. But QCLN got you in yesterday. Uh, you're seeing that button hook. You're seeing a lot of this, these button hooks. Just kind of going down. We had a great January and we had a great beginning to February. So you're just seeing it pull back. Uh, Cross-ups today, uh, ones that I think you could probably get into. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs. Cleveland Cliffs had a buy-in at $20.88 yesterday. Today it's down at $19.92. I say um, probably $19.28 if you hit that gap. I think you could get into this one. There's this gap down here at 15, 1537 to about 1580. If you get in at 19, I would say have your stop loss probably close to about 1850. Because if you break that 1850 volume, um, volume shelf at about, um, about 1880, 1890, you can go down to 1762 if you want to hold it there. 
But I would say um, sell that one because I think the volume shelf that's down here would be the next hit. You can clearly see the volume shelf up here is pretty large. So under 20, I think you buy this one. Over 20, I think you sell it. But you absolutely could hold that one for a long time. I went over on YouTube yesterday. Um, uh, Zephan asked me, hey, remember that uh, Cleveland Cliffs video that you posted from like six months ago? Um, I said, yeah, he's like, yeah, he bought in and, and, and wound up, you know, selling a little early. And I, I looked at the chart, anything under, uh, over 20, you should sell anything under 20. You can hold it might be a long time, but it'll get back to 20. Um, again, if we're not going into a recession, that's the key materials companies. If we're going into a recession, will go down, but Cleveland cliffs in particular, we're going, uh, we're, we have an infrastructure build and you have cars that are going up. So the iron ore is going to increase and that's the only company that does it. So Cleveland Cliffs, Albemarle had a cross up here at 286.30. You're trading at 257. The algorithm is just going to get you out. I mean, it just crossed up. You can see the MACD right here crossed up, just immediately crossed down and your RSI is down. This one's just getting killed. Um, not based on earnings, not based on anything other than it has run since 214. This is the, the materials company that, um, does lithium, I believe. Uh, but a ALB T A R K, which is the two times arc innovation. It had a cross up and I'm going over this one because 7585, if you were trading on a bot at 7585 would have triggered. Uh, you're down at $69 right now. This is why I tell people don't trade on a bot on an algorithm. This algorithm works because uh, over the past two years, you would have lost 47% if you would have just held this one. Uh, the uh, buy-in and buy-out loses you 27%. Your average win is 35% on this. You just got out with a 66% gain, but wow, you could have gotten out way earlier. So T-A-R-K, this is two times the ARK. K innovation fund uh, S Dow had a cross up, which is the short Dow 30. Um, this had a cross up at 2512. You're trading at 2598. If you believe that we're going into a recession and you're looking at more downside on the Dow, this gap will get filled. There is still 2841 to 2849 filled in this gap, left in this gap, I should say. So that would be a nice 10% move, but that would mean that we would be going down about 3 or 4% on the Dow. So uh, DraftKings had a cross up. I have been out of this. I wrote the loss off in December. I can get back in. I have not gotten back in. They posted crazy good earnings. Uh, the buy was 11.33. I think that's about where I sold it at. It's up at $20 right now. So you have doubled your money in one month, just over one month. Uh, they had good earnings. They lost 53 cents a share. Um, it's still costing them a ton of money. It's probably a $40 stock again with kind of the, the, the results. I would remember, they don't have Super Bowl in those results. They probably announced something about Super Bowl betting, but they don't have the financial. Um, I don't think that they uh, had Super Bowl in those results. Um, BITW, which is a bitwise 10 fund crypto, had a cross up at $9.70. 
It's crossing down. It's down there from there at 956. This just got you out from a December buy uh, of $5.60. And it got you out with a 75% gain. So uh, if you believe that crypto is going to continue to run, which would be hard in the higher inflation times, um, but this MACD is crossing up when it's right on the oscillator. The RSI is a little high at 59. It's coming off um, an RSI of 32. Might be a little bit. If you want to day trade this one and we were to look at the 65-minute algorithm, because I think that one is probably a better one for BITW, here is uh, five years. Five years on the 65-minute candle. Uh, And remember, this is just buy when it crosses the eight-day EMA and sell when it crosses under. It's as simple as that. You would be in this one at 849 and you're at 954. Uh, You do have a little gap down here at 871, so I would probably think that that might be covered here on a um, a 65-minute candle. Uh, But your average win is 5.98%. Now, if I I test this one down to, say, 1,000 candles, and I think that was six months, we said, uh, for 1,000 candles, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe a year uh, or two years. Um, No, it's not two years, but maybe it was a year. Uh, You win 32%. Uh, versus a 20% loss on the asset. So it's an interesting trade. A- again, that, that's an interesting day trade strategy. So BITW is the one that, that, that I think uh, had a cross up here. But again, you're lower uh, than you, you, the cross up. 970 is the, the cross up. 954 is where you're trading. BABA. I am ready to trade BABA again. Uh, I sold off mine in December for a loss. Uh, I believe it was around the $90 point. We had a $103 price cross up uh, here. 103.14. You're trading at 148. I would say you get down to the 200 day and cover this gap that goes down to about 91.92. I would say wait for the 90s uh, and start buying Baba. Again, the opportunity in China is bigger than here. February 22nd is their earnings. Uh, ARKK had a cross up, and I think this is a secondary cross up here. Nope. Uh, it's an initial cross up at 43. You're trading at 41. Uh, I do think that you come down to the 200 day, which is 36. I would probably wait for this one. Again, don't buy on a Friday unless you're crazy, uh, you know, sure that you want to get into RK. Put a tenth of your money in. So if you have $1,000 and you want to put $1,000 in, Put $100 into RK today. I just think you'll have a better opportunity to buy a little lower. DocU, DocuSign, uh, super expensive. Josh Brown bought into it yesterday. This is a secondary cross-up. Your initial cross-up was at $57.87. Secondary cross-up happened um, yesterday, uh, and you can see it, but it's probably crossing down. The nine-day has to cross under. I think Josh Brown uses a MACD strategy on a lot of his technical buys. Uh, one that is two weeks ago, um, the uh, Daily Stock Picks pick, Caterpillar. I bought where you see this gap at about 258, 261. I bought up there somewhere. Um, it's at 246.50 from yesterday. Uh, I do think that the MACD is low enough. I think the RSI is low enough. I think you can add to this. Uh, this gap down here at 206 to 200, I think that's in play again if we go into. A significant recession. But 
Caterpillar's a good stock, and it's got a ton of international uh, exposure. One that had a cross-up that, again, is interesting is AT&T, 1923. You're trading 1927. Uh, it has a cross-up under here. There's no real catalyst that's coming up for this one. Nothing that's crazy, but your 200 days starting to turn positive. So this is one, if we went to a, a weekly on this one, uh, it's just been a dying stock for years. And you've been able to trade, like here in 2019, where you traded 2000, December 2018, where you're trading at about $20. Uh, and then by 20, December 2019, it's at $30. You got a, what, 5 6% dividend during that time. Uh, plus, you enjoyed a 30% increase. Now, by the time COVID came around, it died. And it's just been bad business decision after bad business decision. Down here in October at the lows, you were at 14. You're at 19 today. I think you may come back to the 200-day, which is at about 22 long-term. Uh, I don't think AT&T is a good trade short-term. But long-term, I do think this is a decent one to come back to the 200-day. Uh, they have new management. I think they're managing it better. They have a 5.7% dividend. Now, over one year, you've made 6% in this stock. Uh, year to date, you're up 4%. So you've made 6% while getting a 6% dividend. Not bad. Again, versus SPY, which uh, has paid you a 1% dividend uh, and is down 9%. So AT&T, don't write it off. Uh, I wouldn't buy and hold this one long-term. If you hit 22 by the end of the year, I would probably just get the hell out of this one. Um, but buying at 19, I don't think it's a horrible decision. I think 14 is probably your, your, your absolute bottom. So I'll keep it a little short. Uh, I'll stay on YouTube a little bit longer. But uh, we are closed Monday, so I may do, and I might, listen, Hung, uh, my apologies. Uh, if you're listening, I haven't done the fire. I promised you that I would try and do it last weekend. It was Super Bowl weekend, huh? So uh, this weekend I may do it. Or was it Super Bowl weekend last week? I think it was Super Bowl weekend, yeah. It was Super Bowl weekend last week. So this weekend I'll have a three-day weekend. I'll probably try and do a fire episode for you. Uh, if you made it this far, rate me on the uh, uh, whichever platform you're on. Just hit five stars. <laughs> you can leave a review if you want. Um, but hit five stars. Um, if you are on YouTube, just make sure that you hit the thumbs up and make sure you subscribe. Uh, I'd appreciate a subscription um, so that I know who's who's watching. Um, uh, if I did did start a Substack, so if you go into the link tree, uh, you can subscribe to the Substack. It is basically right now just the podcast episode, but I will probably post a chart, at least a chart a day on Substack which will get emailed out to you guys, or you can go and look. Um, but if you have any questions, ooh, definite 52. Man, this one has just tanked. Energy today is just energy and materials. Oof, everything's down. Let's see. Uh, yeah, energy of oh God. This core portfolio. Modern is down 6%. Um, Cleveland Cliff's down 3%. Devon down 6%. Again, after yesterday's horrible. Uh, Microsoft's down 1%. I can, Microsoft, if you get it in the 240s, buy it. Buy it all day long. NVIDIA's down 2%. I would expect NVIDIA to be down more even with its its run. 
Um, Qualcomm is down 1% below 130. Snowflake is down 5%. Um, and I'm just looking at the core portfolio. Exxon is down 3%. So everything kind of in, in, in the, the portfolio is getting killed. Getting killed. Walmart's up. United Health. United Health is at 492. Hopefully you guys bought more at 485 like I did. Um, we had this buy-in here at February 9th at 485.63. I bought back here at four, when it was here at 44 January. I bought more down here. I haven't sold it. I think 500 is your pivot point on this one. And I think United Healthcare will just pop on the next earnings. <laughs> uh, it's a well-run company. So uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Have a great three-day weekend. Enjoy yourselves.